0: holly G with the golf insiders for this edition of tour talk it is the second major of the year the pga championship now in may and we're going to uh one of the big dogs the big insider himself damon hack co-host of golf today on the golf channels hello damon
1: What's going on, Holly G? How are you doing?
0: Well, as always, we've got so many storylines developing, don't we? Um, what, what's your overview as you're getting ready to uh, see the first round of the PGA tomorrow?
1: Yeah, excited to head back to Tulsa. I was there in 2001 for Retief Goosen in his U.S. Open, 07, Tiger winning the PGA. And I think the top story has to be that 9, 11 a.m., Eastern tea time with Spieth, McElroy and Tiger, 22 major championships between those three fine players, uh, potential first major for Rory since 2014, Spieth won for the career slam, Tiger being Tiger, uh, healthier and stronger than he was last month at the Masters. So, this is one of those weeks where, you know, anywhere you look, you know, Scotty Scheffler, John Rahm. Xander Shockley playing well. There's just so many cool storylines. I think that the golf fans this week are going to be very, very happy and rewarded with whatever ultimately develops at Southern Hills.
0: Absolutely. That's what I call a bingo, bango, bungo, uh, threesome, Damon. An old game we used to play as uh, as juniors on the golf course. Um, well, let's start with Tiger. Yesterday in his press conference He was asked, in the time between the PGA Championship and the Masters, were you able to keep ramping up the training, or was there a post-Masters lull? His answer was, yeah, there was a huge lull. Monday. That was it.
1: (laughs) I mean, what a great answer. That's that's Tiger Woods was in a nutshell. I mean, three months in that hospital bed, and he said he did everything – uh, large and small after that, took no days off. So he, he allowed himself one day off after making that 72-hole walk that Augusta and it was right back to work, right back on the horse, telling the media he believes he can win. Uh, this is no longer uh, a comeback story about the leg. I mean, it's always going to be somewhere under the surface, but I'm starting to look at Tiger Woods now as one of the competitors in this field, one of the contenders in this field. One of the handful of players with knowledge of the golf course who has competed in 2007 alongside a handful of others like Matt Kuchar and Stuart Singh, for example. But I have to think that Tiger now brings a lot of confidence. The golf thing looked great at Augusta, and now it's all about, you know, moving on from the storyline of the convalescing golfer to the competitive golfer. Yeah,
0: he said he feels like he's doing better. He said, quote, I'm having more days in which in which are better, more positive, able to practice a little bit longer, able to do activities and things that I was hoping to do, and he's finally able to do them, including, you know, making those legs stronger, Damon.
1: Yeah, hugely important and will always be important for him uh, from from this point on. I do think that this golf course, you know, it's named Southern Hills, so you think it's like walking, you know, across Lake Tahoe or Mammoth or Augusta National. It, it's got some hills, but it's not nearly as difficult a walk as Augusta National. The Biggest walks are, are off that first tee downhill, up nine, go back to the 10th tee and walk down 10, and then back up 18. Those are the biggest walks of the golf course, but not nearly – as a difficult uh, a test from a physical standpoint as Augusta National and then you throw in the fact that the weather forecast looks pretty dry for the most part you know Augusta National is a hard walk in dry years but there were more than five inches of rain that fell before that first round on Thursday so Tiger had to not just walk a hilly Augusta National but a hilly and wet and soggy Augusta National. so by comparison this will be an easier walk for him he's stronger than he was a month ago as he said in this press conference and I think that he's able to concentrate more on the shots that he wants to hit on the changes uh, that the golf course has undergone from Gil Hans' restoration a few years ago.
0: And it's going to be warm, Damon. A huge factor, especially given Tiger's back. He's certainly not going to be f- fighting the elements like he had to at Augusta.
1: Great point. The warm weather will help uh, a man who's had four or five back surgeries. Uh, you know, as we get older, we all know what it's like to to wake up on a cool morning versus waking up on a warm day and, you know, how long it takes for that back to get loose. And Tiger talked about getting the glutes firing and different things. And recall from that cold morning at Torrey Pines several years ago when he had to withdraw. The weather is definitely one of those aspects that's going to be in his favor. And I think Tiger Woods, you know, being in that group with Rory and Jordan Spieth and the fuel and the energy of just being back inside the ropes, competitive juices flowing, Uh, believing that he still has some big days ahead, believing that a major championship number 16 is possible. Uh, Tiger Woods is not back just to take hands and smile and wait for the cameras in the gallery. He believes he can be a competitor and a contender and a winner in major championship golf yet again.
0: Well, speaking of believing in uh, that trio, Rory McIlroy. So hard to believe he hasn't won a major since 2014, Damon, but you know, he talked about that great round he had on Sunday at Augusta. His game, you know, seems to be trending in the right direction. What's it going to take from Rory? We know he's just had these slow starts on Thursdays. What do you think it's yeah. going to take?
1: You just you just nailed it, Holly. It's, it's a great point you make. He's got some some kind of demons on on Thursday. We usually think about players struggling in major championships. It's on the weekend, and it's been the opposite for Rory. Getting off to slow starts, well over par on Thursday, and then playing catch-up the rest of the way. I think that's the dynamic that he has to somehow change, the the formula that he has to get off to a better start. I think being in the group with Tiger and Jordan will have him wide awake right from jump. He's got some great work in in the last month. That runner-finished final six, followed by a strong a fifth-place finish outside the nation's capital at the Wells Fargo, which was moved from Quail Hollow to TPC Avenue Farm this year because Quail hosting the President's Cup. So Rory McRoy saying the right things, knows that he has to get off to a better start. I think for Rory it comes down to the wedges and the butter. I know he uh, bought with Brad Faxon, has been a bit of a sounding board and putting guru for him. And Brad told Rory that his putting stroke looked good, didn't do any technical work. That was all Rory needed to hear. Uh, I think he's feeling confident about his game. And I do think that something was unlocked on that Sunday at Augusta just the joy and the freedom that he had, especially after holding that bunker shot and that kind of out of body celebration that he had, you know, followed by Kamurakawa holding out as well. I carry some strong vibes uh, into a championship that he's won twice before. His game sets up very well for PGA championships, of course, a winner in 2012 and 2014.
0: Couldn't couldn't agree more. And, uh, of course, Jordan Spieth coming in probably with more confidence than he's had in his game in quite a while, Damon. And as we know... He's looking to complete the Grand Slam and uh, playing in the backyard of his native Texas. So I would imagine he's going to feel pretty comfortable teeing it up.
1: To make the argument that he's coming in to this major in the best form that he ever has, or at least since 2015, when he won the first two majors, had a great run at the Open, and then nearly chased down Jason Day at Whistling Straight. So joy on Last two starts are a win and a runner-up finish. That tells you a lot about the state of his game. Very comfortable on the grasses of Southern Hills. Having just played the last week in the, at the Byron Nelson, similar grasses, similar air, similar wind, and a similar gallery as well, folks who will be making the drive up from from Dallas across the Red River uh, into Oklahoma to cheer on uh, one of the great players of the last decade. And and Jordan Spieth, his kind of funky pre-shot routine notwithstanding, and he admits it, it looks kind of funny, he's continuing to ingrain this feel with his full swing, and he's starting to see the benefits right now. What a perfect time for him to feel confident to, uh, to go into this major championship and try to join that small table to complete the career grand slam.
0: Well, if we talk about perfect timing, and shame on me for falling into his own storyline, world number one Masters champion Scotty Scheffler, when he was asked, do you feel any different when you arrived on the range this week? He said, no, Tiger's here, so nobody really remembers that I'm here, so it's all good. Oh, so funny and self deprecating,
1: uh, and probably good for him because all oh, the attention's on Tiger. Our, our golf channel cameras are poised on Tiger as if it's 2005 all over again, and that shows the power of Tiger. Uh, John Rahm has talked about uh, any player would be lying if they said they don't like it when Tiger is there. Tiger takes the attention, takes a lot of the oxygen away from the other players and therefore takes some of that pressure. Uh, here's another player, a Texan in Scotty Scheffler, who says Southern Hills is his favorite golf He said that a few years ago after he won a big time there at UT at Southern Hills. So he brings that storyline, has some history on the golf course, not to mention you know, winning basically four of his last seven or eight starts going into this one. So I think Scotty Scheffler, with the storyline focused A on Tiger, Jordan Spieth playing well, Rory McIlroy playing well, that the world number one can come in a bit on the radar. He's the only player who has a chance to win the in-season Grand Slam. And at this conclusion, I think Scotty Scheffler has a lot to feel good about going into this second major championship of the year.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at this list of players that they brought into the press room yesterday, and we know that any one of them, uh, could win this championship. Along with, uh, John Rahm, who's a little under the radar, somebody who's been fighting injuries, Brooks Kepka, uh, withdrew, uh, in last week's tournament, said it had nothing to do with health issues. Uh, what do you think about Brooks' chances?
1: Yeah, Brooks has kind of been a major championship whisperer for the early part of his career. He's gone wanting now in the last few years without a major, mostly because I think of injury. I think one of the big surprises was the fact that he couldn't find a way to out Phil Mickelson one year ago at Kiowa when Phil became the oldest major championship winner at 50. So I think that you have to respect the resume and the mental toughness. I still think pound for pound. In major championship week to major championship week, Brooks Koepka belongs on every short list of possibilities to win. Of course, a winner at Bell Reeve in the PGA, a winner at Best Page Black in the PGA. He loves the golf course set, set up, loves the work that Kerry Hague of the PGA of America and how he goes about presenting the golf course, making it tough but fair, where you can go out and shoot a good score, not tripped up, Short game underrated. I think Brooks Koepka is getting tired of the storyline of what is does he get off major number four and add major number five to his resume. But he's someone I'm not picking him to win this week. I actually picked him to win the Masters where he missed the cut, which was an absolute shock to me. And I still think when you think about the most mentally tough golfers in the game today, Brooks Koepka will always find himself on that list.
0: Well, the uh, obvious – Missing person uh, this week is Phil Mickelson defending his PGA Championship title. Briefly, Damon. Yes, this has been parsed a zillion ways in the last few days. But uh, what's your what's your feeling on Phil and where things are going with this LIV golf?
1: Yeah, I think for the golf fan, it's a shame. It's just, it's sad that Phil's not there. I think Phil has made some very strange. Um, at best, an off-putting, at worst, comment about trying to leverage this lived-off um, enterprise against the PGA Tour, which had been so good to him. Uh, someone who thrived in the Tiger Woods era uh, from a winning standpoint, 45 wins, 6 majors. From a financial standpoint, the second most you know, dollars earned inside the ropes and probably outside the ropes besides Tiger Woods, someone who had the, the world at his, at his feet and could have signed his ticket and, and said, listen, uh, these are the many zeros I want, and been a broadcaster or a consultant. Um, the world was his oyster one year ago. It was such a still-good story, and for him to further that away, uh, to use the word of Rory McIlroy, it's sad that he's not at Southern Hills. This has been a player who has got himself out of pickles, Uh, On the course and off the course for most of his adult life, I do think that uh, we are forgiving people. I think golf fans are forgiving a lot, having forgiven Tiger Woods and gotten behind him. I think that there's still a possibility we see Phil this season on the PGA Tour. Uh, I just hope that he does come back, that the, the apology is heartfelt that he's able to kind of admit the, the, the mistakes that he's made and he moves forward and that the game will embrace him once again. Because for the most part, he's been wonderful for the game, given the signed autographs, thrills throughout his career. And it's just odd that one year ago, the, one of the best stories that we've seen in the last, you know, two decades has turned so sour and rotten. But I do think this is not the last we've heard of Phil Mickelson. He almost always has a comeback a uh, uh, get-out-of-jail-free card. And I think that's going to be uh, the way this story eventually comes about as well.
0: Well, we don't call them Phil the Thrill for uh, for nothing, right, Damon? So, you know, stay tuned. Um, just a couple more questions. I want to ask you, you know, the one thing about the PGA Championship that I find so interesting, yes, there have been multiple winners, Tiger Woods, uh, with four PGA Championships, but we've seen the unlikely winner, over the past 10, 15 years at the PGA Championship, the likes of uh, Martin Keimer when he beat DJ, it was Straits, Y.E. Yang, Keegan Bradley winning his first in 2011, uh, Jason Duffner at my home, Corso Kill, Jimmy Walker, and I would even say Colin Morikawa winning as a rookie was, you know, certainly a a big surprise. What do you think it is about the PGA Championship in particular uh, that can bring out sort of these uh, surprise winners?
1: You know, I think it's the most similar to a golf course that I'm, i see week to week on the PGA Tour, that there are some scoring holes and fairway width more similar to a PGA Tour setup. Now, not as many you know, whole locations where you're going to see birdies and eagles, but a handful, uh, not as many ebbs and flows and risk-reward as Augusta National. I think it's the the, the setup. I think it's the vibe created by the PGA of America, the connection that so many of these players have to the PGA. When you think about Davis Love and Justin Thomas and the stories of families that have been – kind of raised by PGA members and professionals who have taught them all the way from their junior games to the pro games. So I think there's a stronger connection uh, and almost a visceral connection between the players and the PGA, and I also think the course setup lends itself to maybe a few more Sean McKeel underdog stories. Let's not forget John Daly, the ultimate underdog in 1991 as a ninth alternate driving his way through the night Uh, to end up winning his first major. So I do think there's a comfort level and an underdog kind of vibe to this great major championship.
0: All right. Well, you set up my next question perfectly, Damon. I'm going to ask you to throw two darts for Sunday's uh, winner who's going to hoist the Wanamaker Trophy. Who's your top pick and who's your underdog pick?
1: Love it. Love it. Top pick, I'm going with Scotty Scheffler. I just feel like... His little laugh and, you know, no one remembers me, a little bit of self-deprecation and, you know, kind of tipping his cap to Tiger Woods while also being seriously competitive, playing so well. I've had many now conversations with his college coach, John Fields, who says that he has the it factor and that with his coach, Randy Smith, Everything is in order for him to have a fantastic career. I think we'll look back at this season as one of the great since Tiger or Jordan Speaks in 2015. So, Scotty Scheffler is my A player. My B player, Taylor Gooch, winner on the PGA Tour, but definitely under the radar. He went to OSU, very comfortable playing in this part of will have a lot of people in his gallery, comfortable in Tulsa. There'll be a lot of Cowboys fans. I imagine some Sooners fans as well if you're an OU fan. But Taylor Gooch, PGA Tour winner, playing very well, plays well in tough uh, spots, played well in the Players' Championship last year in particular. Taylor Gooch, my underdog, under the radar pick at Southern Hills.
0: Well, great minds think alike, Big D, because I picked them for my team in my betting pool for this weekend so uh, i'm glad i'm glad we're we're thinking alike on taylor gooch my friend tell my listeners briefly all the coverage that's happening on golf channel uh thursday friday and of course the weekend
1: yeah you know most of our coverage will be post show live from the pga championship seven o'clock eastern time you got brandlow and Rich Lerner, Brad fashion has been filling in nicely this week as well. Eamon Lynch may pop on. Uh, Should be a lot of great shows kind of wrapping up the day at Southern Hills, live from the PGA, 7 p.m. Eastern.
0: All right, Damon Hack, co-host of Golf Today on Golf Channel, which uh, airs Monday through Friday when it's not a major week. Have a great time out in Tulsa, my friend, and we appreciate all of your insights today. Thanks so much.
1: Thanks, Holly G. Talk to you soon.